Hey everyone, good evening. Welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories once again. I just want to say that I really appreciate all the listeners out there. I've had a couple suggestions sent in recently that'll be turned into future episodes, but keep it up. If you have an idea, send it to me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com. And as always, if you haven't had a chance yet to rate the podcast or share it with somebody else, that would really go a long way. Now we're on to episode 82, The Four Elements, part four, A Planet of the Magi Adventure. This is probably the last of the Planet of the Magi adventures I'm going to do for a little bit here. But if you like the Planet of the Magi, just send me an email about it, and I bet it can make its way into a future episode as well. Now just close your eyes. Get as comfy as you can in your bed and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. Imagine that you hear a knock on the door. You open your eyes and look around the room. You realize you're in the dorm room at the Wizard Academy on the planet of the Magi. It must be time to get up and go to your next lesson. So you get out of bed, walk over to the door, and open it up. But all you see is... Well, actually, you don't see anything. You just feel a strange breeze coming from the hallway. Follow me, says the breeze. Uh, Okay, you say. You quickly grab your robe and hat and put them on. Then you grab your staff that's leaning up against the wall. You see the wind make its way down the hallway, really just from the dust that shoots up around the hallway as it passes by. You follow the wind through the hallway and out into the main area of the academy. The wind then seems to twirl around and fly straight out the door. You follow it outside and look around from left to right. You notice a little tornado or something of wind moving around the giant castle of a school. You follow the wind until you get to a big open field. And in the center of the field is a wizard wearing yellow robes. You walk up to the wizard Hi there, says the wizard. I will be your teacher for wind magic, says the wizard. Are you ready to learn? Um, I guess so, you say. What can you teach me? I will teach you the way of the wind. Now, most people don't notice the air around them. Just as a fish in water wouldn't know that they were in water. But you must remember that just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Just move your arms back and forth and feel the wind moving around them. You move your arms back and forth 
and you can feel the wind moving around it. Now, do as I do, says the wind wizard. The wind wizard begins to move in circles, stretching their hands back and forth as they go. It looks like some sort of martial arts technique. You begin to copy them. Now as we go, says the wizard, feel the wind, feel the way it moves and the way it feels. So you try to do that. You go through the same motions and you do your best to feel the wind against your body as you go. Good. Now, this time start with focus. Allow your energy to spread out. And as you move, allow your energy to expand into the wind and allow the wind to become one with you. You focus inward. You find that happy place that you always use when you're about to use magic. And you allow your energy to travel through your body into your staff and then out into the wind. And as you move through the motions that look like a martial arts technique or kata, you allow the energy to expand around you. And as you move, it moves as well. Good, good. Now, the thing about wind magic is that you must always be active. With things like earth or fire or even water, when you move something, it will stay where you put it. But with wind, as soon as the source stops, the wind will stop. Oh, like a fan, you say? I don't know what that is, says the wizard. Oh, never mind, it's just something that creates wind, but when it stops, the wind stops. Well, that does sound like what I'm talking about. You must keep your energy moving the way you want the wind to go. It works best to spin it in a circle, creating almost a tornado. That way you can direct the breeze in whatever direction you want it to go, explains the wizard. Just watch me, the wizard says. The wizard begins to spin their staff around above their head. You can see energy trickling out of it into the air. And the air begins to move in circles around the wizard. It gets stronger and stronger and stronger until there's a tornado around the wizard. The wizard flies up to the center of the tornado and moves the wind around. Then, the wizard picks up their staff and shoots a huge, 
tornado-like blast out to the side, blowing all the leaves off a tree. Then they do the same to the other side. Before long, they allow the wind to slow and they allow themselves to gracefully land back on the ground. Now it's your turn. Allow your energy to stretch out around you and begin to spin it in circles, catching the wind as you go, moving it round and round until it becomes a tornado. You do as the wizard says, attempting to allow your energy out around you. You use your staff to spin it around in circles, and slowly the wind starts to pick up, and it begins to move around your body. And as it picks up, you begin to spin it faster and faster, and you allow more and more energy out. You feel more resistance as you spin, and after a while, you notice that you don't have to move your staff, but only your energy. Around you, a gigantic tornado forms, and you begin to feel it lift you off the ground. Whoa, you say. Good job, says the wizard. Now, Take some of that energy, center it on your hand or your staff, and then send a spinning tornado out away from you to create a huge breeze. You do as the wizard explains. You focus the energy in your hand, and you imagine a tornado of energy spinning out from your hand and pushing out towards a tree nearby. The wind starts spinning slowly from your palm and then out towards the tree, creating a huge gust of air, blowing most of the leaves off the tree. Very good. Now, Slow down the energy and allow yourself to come back to Earth. You allow the wind to slow down and you allow yourself to slowly descend back to the ground and land gently on the grass. That was well done, says the wizard. I believe you are ready for the next test the wizard says. You now understand all four elements, fire, water, earth, and air. Your job is to combine your understanding of them to defeat your opponent. Well, what's my opponent going to be, you ask? Ah, well, your opponent will be the air, says the wizard. The wizard begins to focus their energy into their staff. Then they point it down beside them 
and a gigantic tornado starts to form. It rises all the way up into the clouds. Okay. You hold your staff ready. The tornado begins to pick up trees and rocks from all around it, and they begin to spin inside the tornado. Then the rocks and trees start flying towards you. You quickly jump out of the way. As a tree is about to hit you, you shoot your energy down into the ground and use it to lift up a huge column of rock blocking the tree. As a rock comes for you, you stand your ground and smash through it as you learned to before. But how are you going to attack a tornado? You start thinking of different possibilities, but you're really not sure what to do. You raise some of the ground up and start spinning it around your body. And once again, you turn it into lava. You're now covered in circles of spinning lava. Next, you focus on the water. You feel the water in the air and you start to condense it and drag it out and you create a huge band of water that spins around your body as well. First, you decide to try the water. You shoot the water up at the tornado and you try to use it to stop the tornado from spinning, but the tornado just splits the water into pieces and showers it out around you. Next, you try to shoot the lava at the tornado, but Obviously that doesn't work and it has the unexpected consequence of creating a lava tornado, which is uh, one of the scariest things you've ever seen in your life. Now the tornado spinning with trees, rocks, lava, and a little bit of water is more intimidating than ever. The tornado begins to shoot the things back at you, the lava, the water, the trees, the rocks and you quickly reach down into the earth and cover yourself in a huge dome. The dome hardens into solid rock and you can feel it getting hit on the outside by lava, water, rocks, trees, but it seems to hold up. You think for a while about what to do and what you've learned and then the solution comes to you. The wind will stop if its source stops. You don't have to fight the tornado. You have to fight the thing that's creating the tornado, which in this case is the wizard. You focus your energy into the dome around you and you form it into a circle covering below you as well. You break a small hole in the front of it so you can see out. You look to see if you can see the wizard in the distance and you catch a glimpse of them. You focus your power on the rock surrounding you 
and you shoot yourself up into the air towards the wizard. You land the rock down beside it, smashing into the ground, creating a ripple of ground shooting out in all directions. As the ground hits the wizard, the wizard falls over onto their bum, and the tornado stops. You then gather water once again. You form it into a beam, and you shoot it right at the wizard. As it covers the wizard, you slow down its vibration, causing it to freeze immediately. And you hold the wizard up in a huge column of frozen ice. <laughs> Very good, says the wizard. You have truly mastered all four elements. The wizard puts their energy into the water, causing it to melt, and they land back down on the ground. You have now gained the knowledge that you came here for. Gil, the good old wizard who brought you here, told us to not let you go until you learned the basics of all elements. And, well, there is much more to learn about magic. You have achieved your goal, and you may leave if you wish, says the wind wizard. You honestly didn't realize you were being held here until you learned this stuff in the first place, but feels pretty good to meet your goal. Thank you, you say. Thank you to all of you. I think I will come back in the future to learn what else you have to teach me, but I really haven't been home in a while, and I think I better get going. On you go, then, says the wizard. You focus all of your energy inward. You get back to that focus spot, full of happiness and relaxation, and you imagine yourself lifting off the ground into the air. You fly up above the castle, and then you shoot out across the ocean back towards the mainland. You follow the path over trees and forests, over lakes and streams and fields, passing dragons and griffins and all sorts of magical creatures until you get back to the wizard tower where Gil lives. You lower yourself down in front of his house and land gracefully on the ground. Changer pops out of your pocket and grows back into a dog and begins barking. Gil hears the noise and comes outside. Hey kid, you're back already, eh? Says Gil. Yeah, I learned about all of the elements. Watch this, you say. Once again, you gather a bunch of earth and begin spinning it around you. You gather water from the nearby stream and spin it around you. Then you will parts of the air into fire 
and spin that around you. And on the outside of all of it, you create a huge tornado reaching up to the sky. Well, good job, kid. That's enough showing off. You allow all of the different things to come crashing down beside you and lower yourself to the ground once more. Now, are you going to take that spaceship of yours home for a while? Asks Gil. Uh, you know I have a spaceship? You say? Of course I know. You don't think that a magical wizard's going to notice an invisible magical spaceship that's been hanging out above his tower and following around his young apprentice? What kind of wizard do you think I am? Gil asks. Uh, sorry. Well, yeah, I guess I will go home. Uh, spaceship, uh, you can come out now, you say. Spaceship appears above you and then shrinks itself down until it's the size of a toy and flies over beside you. Good to meet you, Gil, says the ship. Good to meet you too. Now, where are you from anyways? You explain to Gil that you're from a planet called Earth. You tell him all about your different adventures to planets with dinosaurs and dragons, elves and all sorts of other things. That's amazing. One day you'll have to bring me on one of those adventures, says Gil. Well, do you mind if we leave a portal here so we can get back whenever we want, you ask? Sure, why don't you put it over there, says Gil. Spaceship, get on it. Understood, says Spaceship. Spaceship flies over to the side, grows to its full size and opens the back hatch. Out of the back hatch flies a bunch of robots carrying a giant portal. They place the portal down beside the wizard's tower where Gil asked you to. Well, Gil, we better get back to Earth now. Well, kid, it was good to meet you. Come visit any time and maybe you'll show me around your planet sometime in the future, Gil says. That's a deal, Gil. You shake Gil's hand and you walk over to the portal. Changer walks beside you, and Spaceship shrinks down again and flies beside you as well. The portal powers on. You, Spaceship, and Changer jump into it, suddenly thrown into a huge wormhole with colorful lights on every side of you. You fly perfectly through the center of the wormhole until you come to the other side, appearing in the shed just outside your house. You leave the shed and walk back into your house. You go straight to your room, where you find the robot copy of yourself that's been pretending to be you for a long time. Oh, hi there, says the robot. How are you? I'm good, how are you, you ask the robot. I'm good. Would you like to download my memories before I turn into goo? The robot asks. I guess so, you say. The robot's chest opens up and a little helmet pops out. You pick up the helmet and put it on your head. You close your eyes and suddenly 
Your brain is filled with all of the memories that took place on Earth while you were gone. Going to school, hanging with friends, all sorts of other stuff. And just as suddenly, it ends. Your brain feels very overwhelmed with all of that knowledge. And you put the helmet back in the robot. Thanks, says the robot. That was awesome. Well, see you next time, the robot says. The robot starts to spark and spurt, and then it turns to goo and melts into a pile on the ground. Well, isn't there a better way to get rid of these things, you ask Spaceship? Probably, says Spaceship. Anyway, just take care of that. Spaceship shines a bright yellow light on the pile of goo and absorbs it back into the ship. You turn off the lights in your room and jump into bed. It feels so good to be back in your own bed. You yawn and your eyes feel heavy, full of all sorts of knowledge that you don't remember doing, but you kind of remember doing all at the same time. You just let your eyes close and you pull the covers over top of yourself. You take deep, slow breaths, and with each out-breath, you allow your muscles to melt any tension away, letting them slowly drop into the bed. With each breath, they melt a bit more until you feel like you're laying on a cloud. And there's no need to try to sleep. You just notice how comfortable you feel and you allow yourself to go wherever your mind wants you to go. Good night, everyone.